0: Frataloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you GarageLogic podcast number 735, November 16th, 2021. 68 degrees was the high on this day on two occasions, 1931 and 1953. I think we're in the middle of about a three-day stretch of warm weather in 1953, you lucky dogs back then. Two below in 1933, and I noted a significant snowfall. Oh. Ten inches on this day in 1909. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. They didn't even have they didn't have snowblowers. That you could office. get it for Antalone. No kidding. Uh, get a shovel all that. Prehistoric, prehistoric shovels. It's Garage <laughs> Logic with Rookie on production. Chris Revers, director of social media. John Hyde in the newsroom. And occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner and keeper of common sense. Your mayor, Joe Suchere. Am I reading about Austria correctly?
1: Yeah. It's yes, amazing, you are. amazing, isn't it?
0: Austria orders lockdown for the unvaccinated and directs police to carry out spot checks. All interactions with the police will include checking people's vaccination status. Austrian Chancellor Alexander Schallenberg on Sunday announced the country is placing millions of people who aren't fully vaccinated for COVID-19 on lockdown starting this Monday. Under the measures revealed Sunday, uh, unvaccinated people are ordered to stay at home, except for limited reason, reasons. The rules, the government said, will be enforced by police officers who will be out in the streets carrying out spot checks on people who are in public. Hmm. Unvaccinated people can only leave their homes for a limited number of reasons like going to work or shopping for essentials. Interior Minister Carl Niehammer said there will be thorough police checks and fines of up to 1,450 euros or $1,660 for breaches. And all interactions with the police will include checking people's vaccination status. The move drew considerable condemnation online, with some commentators noting that it would severely limit freedom of movement. Well, no kidding, <laughs> for potentially millions of people.
2: What what the hell is this, Joe? It's no longer about the uh, about the virus, and it hasn't been for some time now. Well, I, uh, wait a minute, guys.
1: Uh, here from yesterday's paper. Uh, well, uh, sourced out of the New York Times. Uh, They're averaging 10,395 cases a day, and they have the lowest percentage of fully vaccinated people, that being 65%, the lowest rate in the European Union. Does that change your mind at all? Nope. No. All right. Unvaccinated will have
0: miserable, lonely lives, top Australian doctor warns. The head of the Australian Medical Association, well, this is Australia. I got my Australias and my Austrias mixed up. Good day, mate. We're going to Australia now. Unvaccinated will have miserable, <coughs> very lonely life. Top Australian doctor warns. The the head of the Australian Medical Association in Queensland has issued a dark warning for those who refuse anti-COVID vaccination, saying that not only they face fines and fraud charges, but will be separated from the rest of society. Life will be miserable without being vaccinated. You won't be able to hide. Dr. Chris Perry said while speaking to Channel 9 television network in Australia. The Medical Association president was discussing the future of Queensland residents who decide to dodge a vaccination mandate, calling those who have decided against vaccination crazy. He said there's a whole pile of issues, a whole pile of problems if you try and get around the system. And uh, is that what it says? Try and get it. Yeah. Around the system. Then today's headline in the Star Tribune is states, meaning Minnesota's infection rate is the worst in the U.S. Yeah, saw that. Is that because we're going back indoors following the seasonal change? Part mm. of it, they said, was
3: Reavers, that. Uh, what the, are you doing?
2: I was texting. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm. I, I have the ability to text and listen. No, I don't time. want you to. Okay.
3: Part of the uh, part of the reason is they're uh, <laughs> saying the early vaccinations are now wearing off. And and it was elderly people who had them, so it's hitting elderly people again now they're saying hard. And then just
0: breaking as the newest headline on the Drudge Report is Biden considering a booster mandate.
2: This is cool. this is such utter just, nonsense.
3: Just not a man all he's proposing is that Everyone can get it. He's not saying everyone has to. Because
2: right now it's limited to depending on on medical condition, etc., etc. But it's this idea. I'm going to say this for the 1,000th time on this show. This idea (laughs) from government officials that seem to think this virus is going to go away. That's the problem we have here. Too many people can't come to terms with the fact that it's going to be here forever. It's It's never going away. Although I do not disagree with
1: you, this isn't the first time, and we've discussed the history of mandatory vaccinations uh, before on this. What? Because those? Uh, wasn't it
2: Australia the Australian <laughs> prime minister? Is, Sarcasm, yeah is the one that said, if you go to a pub, you can, but you have to keep your mask on when you drink at right. a pub. Right. I
0: mean, w- <laughs> I've tried that, and it spills.
2: It does. Everything a lot fill. of this thinking,
1: though, is glass half empty. Uh, I mean, come on, we're leading. Minnesota, 472 in a seven-day case rate. Uh, our closest competitor, New Mexico,
2: at 445. They are the first losers. Wait till Governor Tim Mankato hears about uh, these mandates. Tim Mankato? Tim Mankato? You guys aware of this story? No. <laughs> Look up Tim Mankato. Uh,
0: well, I don't have the ability to do wait, that right don't, now. No, don't change the subject, I because I,
2: I want to go back to yesterday's
1: piece, Joe, uh, in the Star Tribune, where the last paragraph is about COVID and the inflation. Uh, according to Janet Yellen, um, uh, Janet Yellen said controlling COVID-19 virus in the U.S. is the key to easing inflation. It's important to realize, quoting her now, that the cause of this inflation is the pandemic. She said that on Face the Nation on Sunday. Hmm. I think if we want to get inflation down, I think continuing to make progress against the pandemic is the most important thing we can do. When labor supply normalizes and the pattern of demand normalizes, I would expect that. If we're successful with the pandemic to be sometime in the second half of next year, I would expect prices to go back to normal. Are you buying that piece of pie? No. No, me neither. A kid close to me, a little kid, had to leave school yesterday
0: because she was exposed. Does a siren go off or something? Is there a buzzer? <laughs> well, it, it
2: would be another child in her classroom. Right. And that, so, that, but this pandemic thing, this um,
1: inflation slash pandemic thing, that really set me off. It doesn't seem to bother you at all. Me? Yeah. Everything bothers me, Kenny. Okay, good. I just, just want to make sure, Joe. just want to make sure. Everything bothers me. Okay, good, good. We're, we're normal, then.
0: We had the unfortunate story yesterday of the uh, doctor who was uh, killed when he was rammed into uh, by a guy named uh, Tony. Uh, no. What's his last name? Norman D. Tony, 34 who had an extensive criminal record. We now know that that's Dr. Daniel Schnobrich. He worked occasional night shifts at a Minneapolis hospital because it allowed him to spend more time with his three kids, coaching them and being at their activities. But his drive to work one night last week turned deadly when a man with a lengthy criminal driving history crashed into his vehicle. And we had this story yesterday and Tony was claiming that uh, he was set up because he's a black man. Well, he's a liar and he's evil. And uh, we're following his case, too. I set it aside. I got two people we're following now to see what the yep. courts do.
2: Remind me, what was the other one? The
0: Green Line assaulter. Thank you, yes. And uh, this uh, idiot who uh, killed this doctor, however, allegedly. Uh, the the Normandy Tony 34 was charged in Ramsey County District Court last week with criminal vehicular homicide and second-degree manslaughter. And we're I, I set it aside to try to... Uh, keep track of what ultimately becomes of this fellow, uh, the way we've uh, been witnessing things lately, it, he could very well be back out on the street right now, for all we know. And, you know, I got to thinking about that. That could have been anybody. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It, it, like I said yesterday, it could have been any one of us. It, it seems to carry particular weight because it was a young pediatrician, but it could have been anybody, uh, Wrong no. place at the wrong time. Well, what is it? No, not the hour? No, not the hour. Uh, I, believe it or not, I have some positive news, <laughs> which is hard to believe. Right. <laughs> uh, let's get back to rent control for just a moment. All right. All right. That seems to have stirred up the pot. And it's happening all over the country wait till mm. you hear a story i have out of new york it, it'll be it'll, it's mind-boggling but here closer to home you guys blame mayor carter for the idiotic, idiotic rent debacle however the real blame belongs to the voters and non-voters Sure, it was Melvin's idea, but uninformed or well-meaning voters are the ones who put this into law, just like voting in inept city council members, bad prosecutors and judges and horrible members of Congress. It all falls on the voters. And if only 30,000 people voted, well, they got what they deserved. Maybe uh, Carter had no idea of what this meant for new construction, and you were correct in that he should have done his due diligence researching the outcome. And that resulted in the populace not understanding what they were really voting for. At the end of the day, it falls on the shoulders of the populace. Fifty three percent were uninformed, inexperienced or well-meaning. And now the rest of the city has to wrestle with the outcome. Yeah. And Scott from Inver Grove, well, never
2: afraid and pushing back. Before you move on, but couldn't you say that very same? Not, not that the emailer's is wrong, but you could say that about a lot of the voters, both in Minneapolis and St. Paul.
0: How about the country?
2: Yeah, that, there, there you go. Hail the Flashlight King.
0: I am adding to your discussion on the ridiculous St. Paul rent control passed by the citizens voting in St. Paul. Anecdotally, I lend money to mom and pop investors in St. Paul, and I can guarantee you that I won't be jumping up and down to lend money to anyone seeking to purchase residential rental property in St. Paul going forward. Minneapolis became a no-go zone last year, but sadly, I must now add St. Paul to the list. Basic economics might as well have been understandable as quantum physics for the handful who voted in this year's election, and those down at City Hall simply don't have a clue. For the record, landlords need to make money on these properties, or why in the world would they take the financial risk? So an X amount of dollars is collected in the form of rents, and a Y amount of dollars goes out to pay for maintenance, insurance, utilities, but more importantly, property taxes. If there is a loan, which generally is the case, any dollars remaining needs to be enough to make the monthly loan payment. The rent control measure will make sure these mom-and-pop landlords fold up like a house of cards, and the big-money landlords will move to greener pastures not controlled by the city of St. Paul. The end result, as Kenny stated, slumlords that do just enough to keep the property standing, albeit in treacherous conditions for the tenants. We are all responsible for informing ourselves of the facts behind these ballot initiatives. Yet here is another example of uneducated voters making a decision based on emotion, not logic. The end result will be my beloved St. Paul sliding in lockstep down the slippery slope of urban decay with our neighbor to the west, Minneapolis. Scott from Inver Grove. Ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Oh, it sure is. Ain't that the truth? Yep. Hey, mackerel. Do you know what our uh, state legislators have been doing? Hmm. The Minnesota legislature paid $2 million to cover lawmakers' daily expenses this year, even though many lawmakers work from home. No
2: kidding, I was just gonna say none of them were. (laughs) Are you kidding me? A dozen lawmakers who
0: said they were at the state capitol on fewer than 10 session days this year collected their full per diems. This is a Fox 9 analysis of financial records and House and Senate journals. Dozens of others who stayed away from the capital most days still collected thousands of their, pre diem, their per diem allowance.
2: Isn't <laughs> that wow. nice? That's a nice perk. Huh. So while the rest of the uh, while the rest of the state and the country, for that matter, the working class, either took pay cuts, lost jobs, or whatever else, these guys—that's uh, nice. Well,
0: it's a good you, gig. You could make the argument that they were still entitled to their legislative salary, because you'd have to take the long reach to assume they were still working. Occasionally, they'd go down to the family room and get on the computer and do uh, something. We don't
2: know that.
0: But but the per diem is to cover expenses for actually going there. This is something they created for themselves. Correct. So they could eat lunch and buy gas but and do all that it, stuff.
1: Is it like us when we have to re- we turn in expense reports when we're on the road, or is it just automatic? Just shows up
3: like a direct doors- deposit. No, they yeah. get
0: that's a direct per diem payment. They get a per diem payment.
3: Okay. Yeah. Sixty-six bucks a day. Mm -hmm. Wow. On top of their salary. That's more than than you make, Sooch.
0: Fox 9 counted as in-person all lawmakers who announced their location as St. Paul because there was no way of knowing if a person was in a legislative office or at home. Roll calls Hmm. happen at the start of the day session, meaning a lawmaker could have arrived in St. Paul after announcing his his or her location elsewhere. Lawmakers use the honor system to announce their locations. (laughs) The Senate made it easier than the House to understand which lawmakers voted remotely on a given day. The Daily Journals list all such senators. Two senators collected the full $13,416 per diem for the regular and special sessions while voting remotely on all but a handful of days. Mm. Senator Jerry Newton, DFL Coon Rapids, one day in St. Paul. Senator Chris Eaton, DFL Brooklyn Center, seven days. In the Senate, 57% of members took the maximum per diem in the 2021 regular session, while only 15% took the max for the special session that was required to finish the budget. In the House, 37% collected the full per diem in the regular session, while 51% took the entire amount for the special session. Well, these sniffs sat at home and collected their money.
2: How did nobody not raise their hand? So you can opt out is what I'm hearing.
0: They have a $47,000 300 yes. base salary. Senators can collect 86 bucks a day 7 days a week during the session. Boosting their pay by more than up by more than 13 grand. House members can take 66 bucks a day, adding nearly 10 grand to their pay. Per diem is meant to cover lawmakers' costs of coming to St. Paul, though no receipts are required. Wow. Yikes. Critics of Per Diem say the fact that lawmakers continued collecting it while working from home proves it's simply a backdoor bonus. Well, of yeah. course it is. Yeah. yeah, If you're at home in your den wearing your fuzzy slippers, you're not incurring up those additional expenses. You're already being paid to do your job, said David Schultz, a Hamlin University political science professor. Schultzy, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: The pandemic brought historic changes in the way the House and Senate did business. For the first time, lawmakers were allowed to vote and in the House debate from remote locations. Members chimed in from their home offices or their cars. One Republican senator played golf. You, you shouldn't get paid to play golf. Nope. Well lawmakers from both parties have proposed eliminating per diem the practice has broad buy in across the legislature of 201 legislators <laughs> only 5 haven't taken any per
1: diem this year
0: Do we have names who, who they I, are I, I want to know who they are yeah. I'm not sure yeah,
1: I, I'd like to know who everybody is who who's been taking this who's opt- uh, opted out
3: was that 2021, Joe? Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, because I'm reading a 2020 story, basically the same story, saying the same thing. Uh, the two who did not take it then were uh, DFLer Tina Liebling and Republican Cal Barr, both right. saying there's no reason they well, should take. Well, I have
0: here. It, it says five lawmakers, all from the House, have taken no per diem in 2021. They are Cal Barr, Republican East Bethel, Tina Liebling, DFL Rochester. Eric Mortensen, Republican Shakopee, Kristen Robbins, Republican Maple Grove, and Steve Sandell, DFL Woodbury. Well, my hat's off to all of
1: you. Yeah, it says a lot
0: about their character. My hat's off to all of you. Robbins, that would be Kristen Robbins, Republican Maple Grove, was the only member to be in the House chamber for every roll call vote in the year's regular session. In an interview, the second-term lawmaker said she's taken per diem in past sessions, but decided not to after the pandemic forced businesses across the state to close. Well,
2: good for you, lady. Someone with common sense. I felt
0: personally that this is a way I could show my constituents I understood what they're going through, and I'm sharing a little bit and what that looks like, Robbins said. I clearly understand not taking per diem is not for everyone. But you did it, and congratulations to you, Kristen Robbins uh republican maple Grove.
1: okay put the brakes on here if if all of these people didn't take a per diem where would that money go i mean would that be more money for us the taxpayers or is that money already in the bank i think that goes to big education kenny
0: it would stay (laughs) i would imagine in the general fund so what do we care what do we care
1: yeah, what do we care? Well,
0: it's two million dollars less in the general fund that would need to be created out of whole cloth.
1: So, would our taxes be lowered? No, yeah, no. No. no, no. So, no. who the hell cares then? What difference does it make? <laughs> we need to change the system. Well, it 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 makes a difference in understanding understanding
0: the character of who we voted that for.
1: It certainly does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But I'm just wondering, the, the money trail, What you know.
0: I would imagine there's per diems for for council members, isn't there, I would think? I can look it up. I See if there's there per is. diem for uh, St. Paul City council members, for example. Because yes. I don't think they've returned to work yet. <laughs> they've all been working from home.
1: Yeah, whatever. I can't keep up with how screwed up we are. Turn it into a show your receipts. That's what it should be. Give us an expense report. Yeah. But that's going to create three new jobs.
2: That's right. <clears throat> uh, all right uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul per diem rates for federal year of 2021. Oh, this is going to take me a while no, a, then, then don't talk it's a big yeah. old list if you're I'm going
0: already, uh, if asleep. you are reporting for work i hope you're reporting for a work where you and your uh, employees are finding it easier to work that would be center point of mendota heights commercial office park beautiful campus eight buildings on a rolling park line campus in mendota close to the airport easy access to 50 highways 55 62 494 and 694. Uh, walking trails and bike trails and uh, no shortage of beautiful trees and lunch spots right outside your building. They're all single story. No elevator weights. Uh, free parking, of course, right out in front of your building. Each building is customizable so you can get exactly what you want. I wave purification system in the buildings. You get your own restrooms, of course. Uh, it's really a way to enjoy, uh, to avoid the hassles of uh, downtown or uh, crowded areas, especially the uh, traffic hassles and the parking hassles and the elevator waiting hassles, all of that disappears at escape Locally owned, St. Paul guys, great operation. For more information, visit escape to mendota one word, escape
2: Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it for me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. This is Patrick Gracie for The Canopy Group. Your kids are back in school, and when they get home, they do their
0: homework, or they're supposed to do their homework. Why? Why don't you do your homework you have been with that same home and auto insurance company that has only one agent who represents only one insurance company for years you deserve options let's face it your insurance needs change as the years go by insurance companies rates certainly change as the years go by that is why the canopy group provides you with 16 options not one 16 don't tell your kids but you can outsource your homework to the canopy group they will teach you how they find the best insurance coverage for the best price, not only today, but each and every year. Contact the Canopy Group at 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com
4: and let them do the homework for you.
2: What is that? Truth, I don't know. justice, justice and the Johnny suit Johnny's phone. It's
1: vibrating. Sounded like a, an acoustic guitar play. I've got four verifiable facts. Count along with me. Today's date, November 16th.
5: That's one. one.
1: Sun came up today. Two. Two. DK Maggs threw open the doors at 10. Three. 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 And Joe Souchere, the fireworks commissioner has not had lunch yet. That's four. That's four. That's, <laughs> that's four. Yeah. That's four. Yeah. That's four. Yeah. Here's another one. DK Mags is having a sale, and it's a big one, and it's going on until December 1st or until supplies run out. That what? That's what makes this ad urgent. And some very popular uh, firearms listed here, Sig Sauer P365, Smith & Wesson 642 J-frame, a nine millimeter, Easy Smith and Wesson Glock forty. I really love this Glock forty three X. It's a nine millimeter in a smaller chassis. Uh, if you've got girl hands like me, really small ones, you love. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I can't shoot a regular big nine millimeter. It, it d- looks like
0: you got five Bratwurst from Grunhoffers on your hand.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do. They're they're short and fat. Yeah. Yeah. So the Glock forty three X would be perfect. And also, and this is another one I love. Any AR fifteen in stock including the premiums like the JP Enterprises and Springfield Victors. You buy one of these firearms, boom, free box of ammo just like that. They've got a big pile set aside, limited amount, so that's the urgency here. Get there today, Monticello Pawn and Gun. uh, That's montypawn.com on the website and dkmags.com. They're on Old 8 and New Brighton. A couple of wonderful shops for us, GLers, run by us GLers
0: there's a mm. there's a banner at the top of the uh, Garage Logic website page alerting GLers to a limited edition holiday store it's up and running mm-hmm. but time is of the essence because I guess we're calling it a, what a pop
2: up it's a pop up yep. shop meaning it's going to close on at 11:59 on December excuse me November 22nd you know, and we're mm-hmm. doing that to ensure shipment is available by Christmas I, I, mean, I know this, this
1: is, is all uh, above board and classy and that but when I think pop up shop I think about a guy who pulls over in the far end of the parking lot whips open his trunk and starts selling a bunch of crap he stole last night.
0: No, that's not what we're doing. <laughs> okay. These are uh, this is legit. These are uh Hooded uh, zip up deals and uh, you know whatever else. I'm not hooded. a fashion guy. It's I a do. garage logic <laughs> stocking up. hat
2: yeah. is one of the items I we like also those. have. A garage logic hooded sweatshirt, you know ones that uh, much like we sell at the state fair, and also the quarter zip shirt, or as my wife calls it, the Chris shirt, because those are basically the only style shirts that I wear. Uh, are it is the quarter zip. Yeah. She's yeah. right. And then we also have a garage logic knack uh, hardware and lounge t-shirt, all available. That's, yeah, that's cool. It I is like a that. really cool t-shirt, and it's only available till the 22nd at 11:50. 9 p.m. So make sure to put in your order this week. All right, huh. John. What uh, were you going to tell me?
3: I, I was going to tell you we were talking about the legislators. And we mentioned Cal Barr,
0: Republican uh, East Bethel, one of five who did not take any per diem.
3: That's correct. I got to know Cal when I, I was working the other job. Remember, for a brief time, I yes. worked uh, at uh, a gas station. uh Cal, uh, for a living, drives gas trucks. My and God, to, he still works. To, Oh yeah, he still works. He delivers a uh, gas and we always, uh, because, you know, we're basically lazy. We stood around and talked to the drivers whenever they were uh, loading their gas up, right. you would have hated it because we we're standing right next to the gas truck. And I know that makes you very anxious. So you wouldn't have done mm-hmm. that, but I got a chance to talk a lot with Cal and it was a couple times through. And then I realized, well, wait a minute hear the Cal is at the legislature, because he made news a couple years ago right. uh, at a rally uh and uh we we got to talking nice guy, really nice guy, very conservative uh state legislator, uh, yeah, does uh, he drive Atola. the big fuel tanker? The gigantic fuel tanker, really? yes. Yeah. Did he know you were a part of uh, GL? Had he heard of he, GL? He, yeah, oh, he was very familiar with GL. We got to talking, and I, I told him who I was. Did he said, oh, yeah, I, I know Joe. Who At any Joe point
1: did Cal say, you tell that bastard Roycey, <laughs> blah, blah, blah,
3: blah, blah, blah. No, no, he actually said, you tell that bastard Joe, is what he usually <laughs> yeah. would say to me. <laughs> but, yeah, great guy. Very, very friendly, wonderful. Very nice now you're guy.
2: reminding me, those of you who are fans of the movie Dumb and Dumber, uh, when they left the note for the gas man and he said how do they know i got gas do you <laughs> uh, you know I what chris don't uh, <laughs> don't don't do that okay. don't
3: quote dumb and dumber <laughs> the truck joe that you asked how big a truck he drove yeah. do you remember that he worked for the same company and i'm not throwing them together here but the fellow that drove yeah. on the highway during oh, the protest yeah. oh yeah yeah he, that that truck same very same that's a truck big truck that
2: size. yep so well cal must know what he's doing Oh, yeah, he, he knew. He was one of the ones that was easy to trust. Remind me, what was the outcome with that situation? I that think
0: that guy got sprung. I think yeah, we realized okay. that he meant no harm to anyone, and I don't think he spoke English very well and he didn't really I, uh, know what he was doing is that right john i, no. I knew
3: him also so right. i can uh, attest to the fact that he did not speak english real well
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh and uh, and he was a very good guy i don't think he had any bad intent no
2: and the thing there, that out no. you know they ripped him out of the cab of that truck I, I he was that. so lucky they didn't yeah. throw him over the yeah. bridge well they had
3: four or five guys they said uh, basically surrounded him and protected him yeah, of, uh, yeah. four or five of the protesters <sighs> so yep.
0: I mentioned earlier that I had, uh, uh, unbelievably enough, some interestingly positive news, and it's uh, terribly inconvenient to the climate change people, but the diminutive red fox uh, of Northern California, which is thought to be diminished in population, uh, survived the Dixie Fire, uh, from Ah, which we get the, I guess we get the old uh, saying, clever as a fox. Sure, yeah. Yeah. the, as the fox, they, they had a fox tag that was mothering two pups. And as the fire approached, they watched the tag move north away from the fire. Wow. And and uh, with the pups, and apparently they're all three are just fine. Give me
2: the name again. What is it called? Oh, it's, look a, it up.
0: it's a red fox, a small red fox. It it lives in the high mountains of California and Oregon. And uh, this one lived near
1: northern Yosemite and Mono Creek areas.
2: Oh, what a cute puppy. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: Did uh,
3: do we know uh, what what did the fox say? <laughs> I think it was a red fox. He probably said, Wash. "You start this fire, you big dummy!
1: <laughs> Wash your behind!"
3: <laughs> it's a fox named
0: Thule. Uh, you so ugly! <laughs> it's a fox named Thule. Out outfoxed the fire. A satellite collar
1: outfoxed, on the three-year-old I fox
0: continued to ping as the this fire raged.
1: All the critters do this. What do you think? They just hunker down. It's like, oh, here comes a big blaze. We're gonna sit what this one out. Joe, all the critters and animals do this. <laughs> they don't hunker down like they're on Miami Beach sitting out a hurricane. They get the hell out of there. Thule is among a group of Sierra Nevada <laughs> red foxes
0: <laughs> that state wildlife uh, officials began capturing in twenty eighteen and outfitting them with GPS. And there's been collared females also shown to have survived the blaze, oh. and they're uh, they're going to retain their their re- reviability. Okay. Scientists think all three females gave birth this year, but have confirmed only one. If the parents survived, there's a good chance that the pups survived. So uh, oh, that's we don't good know story. for a fact a if good the young. Story,
2: Joe. All right. Thumbs up. So if they
0: were or collared, Joe. were they a pet up, Joe. No, uh, Chris. The. Uh, the wildlife officials were ah, were studying them monitoring and, and uh yeah, sure they noted their destinations and and uh apparently kenny is more knowledgeable than
1: well and then all of the wildlife in uh, other news agents though, in california <laughs> hurricane rolled into new orleans and a whole hell of a lot of people fled for their lives and they're still alive today to talk about it i mean come on man <laughs>
3: Say <laughs> uh, as long as you know, we we took well. this break to make fun of Joe, um, Let yeah. me tell you, the the oh truck driver uh, in uh, this past summer, they uh, agreed if he stayed out of trouble for more than a year or for a year, uh, he would all charges would be dropped. So,
0: would you have his name? Uh,
3: I do. It is Bogdan Vachirko. Is he
0: Lithuanian or? He's uh, uh, well, from should, over there someplace. I should S- know this. Was but, he yeah, Serbs?
3: Serbian? Something like that. He and his brother both drove gas truck. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, both nice guys. So yep. that's all I can tell you. Well, Cal Barr probably knows the guy. What the hell? Oh, I'm sure he knows him very well, yeah. yeah. All right, you
0: think you've heard it all when you get closest to the country's tallest buildings. We've been following the, uh, the story with significance that it's going to become harder and harder to uh, find places to live. The New York City Council, packed with lame ducks is about to deepen New York's housing shortage with a lunatic bid to score green points. Oh, boy. It's one-upping a bit of posturing by Mayor Bill de Blasio, who's pledged to ban fossil fuel hookups in new buildings by 2030. Though he's conveniently gone at the end of this year. The bill... From Councilwoman Alika Amprey-Samuel, uh, Democrat Brooklyn, would ban the connections in all new constructions and major renovations starting in 2024, meaning you can't hook up the gas or uh, use heating oil. It would all be electric. And, of course, that just creates a surge in the electricity. The electric mm-hmm. grid is vulnerable to outages. Mm. You can get by on candles for only so long, Uh By including major renovations, the bill likely would prevent upgrades to existing buildings, even as it discourages new construction. Inevitably, who suffers? Lower income people would suffer most Mm -hmm. uh, through higher electric bills, as well as an even more insane housing market. This is posturing at the expense of those who can least afford it. This is from the New York Post. That's truly incredible, isn't it? This is because they're suffering derangement
5: syndrome. Mm -hmm.
2: This is because they're suffering... From their own stupidity, and much like what you mentioned with Mayor Melvin Carter yesterday, they don't listen to anybody that might have an idea of what they're talking about.
0: No, and we've uh, we've really in this country done a a poor job of electing uh, quality people. uh, Who uh, this? I don't know a lot about this Cal Barr, but he sounds like a guy who would be receptive to listening to other people on issues. He works. He's conservative. Mm -hmm. He's making a living for his family. He didn't take the per diem. And uh, he he would be a a likely candidate, in my estimation, to not do something this stupid. Because he lives in the real world and and knows what it takes to live in the world. These
2: people we elect have no idea how we live. Go back to the number you threw out at the beginning of the show. 53% of the people in St. Paul voted because they thought they were doing the right thing. They're not informed.
0: They have no idea how we live. Nope. By we, I'm meaning the, the vast majority of us who pay bills and, and pay mortgages and work and put food on the table and, and, and have to buy gasoline. They have no idea. Mm-hmm. None. None. They're insulated from it. They live their life on a parallel rail yep. to the rest of us. And even though they all, well, many of the city council people, I think, not many, for, but a couple are renters. I don't know how many are homeowners. But, my God, in New York, you're going to just destroy the place that's already getting destroyed. Yeah, crime's out of control, just like it is basically everywhere else. And you've got the head of BLM in New York threatening the new incoming mayor with riots and uh, yeah. looting and fires yeah. and destruction mm-hmm. if you dare crack down on mm-hmm. crime.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because he, makes the, he leaps to the conclusion that cracking down on crime will mean you will only attack black people. That's not what it means. Crack down on crime is crime. We've got to get over who we think causes it. Just get the bad people.
2: Or I was set up, like the, the case of the guy that was <laughs> well, this going 103 one miles the, an hour.
0: This guy's one of the all-time morons that I've ever encountered in my life. Uh, that Tony fellow. Jeez Louise. I got that in the pile. We'll check on him. I promise that we'll follow up on him. And the, the green line, the green line
1: assaulter. Make sure you put a Post-it note on it. I have Post-it No. <sighs> Did this come up last week? Are you referring to the Green Line assaulter from uh, September and the fifteen-year-old girl?
0: No, uh, this no. is a Green Line assaulter who attacked a fellow on the uh, on the line who was having a seizure and hit him and threw him to the ground and took off his shoes oh, and robbed
5: him, and, and he had well, a
0: long criminal record.
5: Yeah. Oh, oh! That and his my excuse, heart. Uh, oh, my Kenny. God.
3: Kenny, his excuse was he was taking the man's shoes off to help him breathe. Honest to God, that's what he told police. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, he just like the guy who
0: hit the doctor, his shit. excuse was he pulled out in front of me to pulled set me up from a black me, yeah. guy.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he didn't. No, wow. he didn't. no, he didn't. No, oh. he didn't. Oh, there was an email about that. I know you read one already, but I Oh my god. What are we doing?
5: Oh,
0: I suppose if I venture here I'm going to hear about it. The Wyoming GOP will no longer recognize Representative Liz Cheney as
2: Republican. (laughs) I'm staying out of this conversation.
0: (laughs) The Wyoming Republican Party will no longer recognize Cheney as a member of the GOP in its second formal rebuke for her criticism of Trump. That's what it's come to, huh?
3: The only reason.
0: The 31-29 vote Saturday in Buffalo, Wyoming, by the State Party Central Committee followed votes by local GOP officials in about one-third of Wyoming's 23 counters, counties to no longer recognize Cheney as a Republican. In Feb, the Wyoming GOP Central Committee voted overwhelmingly to censure Cheney, Wyoming's lone U.S. representative, for voting to impeach Trump for his role in the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. Cheney has described her vote to impeach Trump as an act of conscience in defense of the Constitution. Trump incited the mob and lit the flame of that of day's events, Cheney said after the attack. It's laughable for anybody to suggest Cheney isn't a conservative Republican, Cheney spokesman Jeremy Adler said by text message Monday. She is bound by her oath to the Constitution. Sadly, a portion of the Wyoming GOP leadership leadership has abandoned that fundamental principle and instead allowed themselves to be held hostage to the lives of a dangerous and irrational man, Adler added. Cheney is now facing at least four Republican opponents in the 2022 primary, including Cheyenne attorney Harriet Hageman, whom Trump has endorsed. Hageman, in a statement called the latest GOP central vote fitting, according to the Casper Stardew. These people aren't conservatives.
3: No. I, did, I saw a very... It's a funny tweet, but it's not. It said, just imagine in 50 years when the history book says the party had become so cultish, they decided one of its most conservative congresspeople was not a member of the party, whose father was one of the most conservative vice presidents ever,
5: mm-hmm.
3: and that she was thrown basically out of the party because of she was against an insurrection against the government.
0: Liz Cheney stopped recognizing what Wyomingites care about a long time ago. When she launched her war against President Trump, she completely broke with where we are as a state, Hagman said. In May, Republicans in Washington, D.C. removed Cheney from a top congressional GOP leadership post after she continued to criticize Trump's false claims that voter fraud cost him re-election. Cheney had survived an earlier attempt to remove her as chairwoman of the House Republican Conference, a role that shapes GOP messaging in the chamber. So they removed from their conference a genuine conservative.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. Because these fruitcakes that showed up in Dealey Plaza, for example, they're not conservatives. They're mentally ill.
2: So JFK Jr. is not coming back.
0: It
1: would be my suspicion that he's not. Okay.
0: I can't be entirely sure. Sure.
1: I can't Uh, be entirely sure. I do know what to say because I've said it before. We need to get our S together here, conservatives, Republicans, right-wingers, whatever you want to call yourselves, or we're going to have Biden, Harris, and the likes of them for the rest of time. Mm -hmm. We need to get it together. We need to come to the table and start talking and work something out or or this is our future never mind 319 per gallon it's going to be 1019 per gallon Uh, and we're not going to be a self-sufficient country and don't you how do they how are you going to have a discussion with people who think Liz Cheney is a vile person because she speaks her mind about Trump well God we've got to get together let's sit down at the table and work this out and if we have differences work them out behind closed doors privately enough with this so. public f- f- bickering and fighter fighting it's never going to happen uh, they forced say, they did the
3: same they did the same thing to adam kinzinger one of the most conservative congressmen same thing because he you know voted against trump basically well, they ran him out of the party okay
0: the left doesn't many of the left do not think the left is left enough correct and many of these so-called republicans don't think the conservatives are conservative enough, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure they know what conservatism is. It's not standing in Dealey Plaza waiting for JFK Jr. to to arrive. That's not conservatism. And and believing that Trump uh, lost a fraudulent election is not conservatism. I'll tell you what's conservatism.
2: Jose Barrios just signed a big deal. Let's see. My,
0: minding the money in your <laughs> wallet, which you can do at Schmell's Countryside Wait. Volkswagen. In Maplewood, all right. one of the last Twin Cities truly family-owned dealers, multi-generational on that same corner in Maplewood at Highway 36 and 61 for more than 50 years, selling Volkswagens now and Fiats and Alfa Romeos. I've owned all three. I will continue to. 0% for up to 36 months on all new Volkswagen vehicles except the four. 0% for up to 72 months on Fiat models. 0% for up to 48 months on Alfa Romeo models. I have the Fiat 500X all-wheel drive. You know what snow is? I do.
1: Non-factor.
5: <laughs> Non-factor.
0: <laughs> Check out the inventory for yourself at SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com, and
2: SchmelzFiat.com. <laughs> Sorry about that. Can we come back with the John Hyde news? <laughs> we sure can. So as I find out
5: what the Fox
2: <laughs> <said>. <laughs> GLers at Reavers here once again for Chill Boys and ChillBoys.com. Guess what now is available if you go online to ChillBoys.com? Yes, performance long underwear. And I got to tell you, They're pretty dang sweet. I got a pair just a couple of weeks ago, and they are fantastic. So, obviously, winter is coming here. We all know that. But now, in in addition to the most comfortable underwear that you can ever possibly own, the most comfortable long underwear that you can also own is now available at chillboys.com. Yes, of course, they still have the performance boxers, the bamboo boxers, the boxer briefs. Everything that you want is all still available at chillboys.com, but now including long underwear, performance t-shirts too, by the way. And don't forget... Forget all of your orders that are over $40, those ship fast and free throughout the entire United States of America. When you're thinking about giving gifts this upcoming holiday season, think about Chill Boys and ChillBoys.com. And when you place your order at ChillBoys.com, please don't forget to let them know that you heard about them on the Garage Logic podcast. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere.
1: Such is going to get himself a side hustle this winter. I'm wondering what his business card is going to read. Space Management Technician? Space Management Mm -hmm. uh, Pro... What are you going to call yourself there, Fireworks Commissioner? Space management
0: third shift leader.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You'll be working for the best lawn care crew in the business uh, and also the best snow removal crew, that being ProfessionalTurf.com. They're looking for you seasonal workers and podcast hosts uh, to, uh, you know, make a little extra, make the ends meet. Um you know, if you don't have a job in the winter, just quit sitting around the couch with your finger and your belly button. Get your act together. Prost! <laughs> get on to ProfessionalTurf.com and get yourself a job. They're looking for men and women with know-how, confidence, quick learners, good with machinery, job schmab. I don't care if it's four hours or 14 That's the kind of people they want. It's a great opportunity to turn that downtime into money. They've got a very flexible compensation program to work with your the uh, laid-off staff. And the best part of all, and I know I keep hammering on it, but I've met these people. They're all very happy, ProTurf adding to their full-time staff for 2022. And this puts you in the front. So log on to ProfessionalTurf.com, click on Contact Us, send your info in. And that's it. Hopefully they'll call you, Professionalturf.com.
3: Here's John Hite. Uh Thank you, Joe. A couple sports notes, if I may, very quickly. Uh, this one, just to make Chris Reavers mad, mm-hmm. the uh, Toronto Blue Jays have signed Jose Barrios, former Twins pick, uh, pitcher, to a seven-year, $131 million contract. Uh, so he'll be in Toronto for
2: quite some time. If that's all it took <laughs> to thank sign you. Jose Barrios, then this front office is... Are you finding that a reasonable sum? Very re- for a oh god for Are a number one starting pitcher that's in the prime of his career. All absolutely. Right. I mean, granted, he's not an, an ace, ace, but he's a very good pitcher. Yes, he he is, is. yeah, very good. That's, and that's uh, an extremely reasonable uh, price. Yes. He's also been very durable. So uh, yeah, and, he never uh, gets you hurt. You never yep. have to worry about him off the field. He works his butt off. This is. Mm. Very and the Twins traded
0: him precisely because they did not want to pay him.
2: Well, they didn't think they'd be able to meet his demands, but obviously his demands weren't that outrageous. Mm-hmm.
3: But yeah,
2: and uh, I don't know if it's still going
3: on, but uh, the Packers are selling stock again this morning. If you'd like, oh, <laughs> they're rolling out that I scam think, again. I think it's three hundred thirty-five bucks uh, for uh, uh, one. What do you call it? One A stock share. Item. A share. A share. Well, they call shares, much. John. Yes, and if you go to Twitter, a lot of people have uh, already purchased them. Kenny, what are
2: your thoughts as you're reading the newspaper? (laughs) Uh, Kenny,
3: are are we boring you? Pfizer had the best immune response. That's interesting. (laughs) So that's an old story. How old is that paper? Uh, In news... Two Minnesotans are among 10 people who were sickened from an E. coli outbreak, according to the CDC. Health officials think the outbreak stemmed from Josie's Organics baby spinach. The CDC reports the spinach was sold at stores nationwide. The Minnesota Department of Health reports the two cases in Minnesota happened in mid-October. Both individuals in their 20s. If you have any Josie's Organics baby spinach, uh, you should throw it out. Throw the product out.
1: So I don't mean to be cynical and bitter, but it's it's just who I am
3: um <laughs> two people two people yes out of ten two are minnesotans ten total ten total countrywide Ten total two in minnesota
1: yeah, yeah. is that a big news story suchi boy nope nope thank you
3: but uh, that's I think what i thought better. too i had a bigger one at the front but then i listened to your guys' show yesterday and realized chris did it at the end of the show so what did i do I had to dump it the, a story that i had as my lead i had to dump the guy in the airplane so, oh, you—you you read it yesterday. I'm sorry. So. That's a, well. You don't have to apologize, Chris. No, I don't. I don't either. It's my Catholic guilt. Yeah. Uh, Minnesotans' rate of new coronavirus infections has been worst in the nation. We're number one, in other words. Over the past seven days, according to the latest federal data, uh, state health leaders encouraging Minnesotans to protect themselves with mask-wearing and social distancing measures that the governor no longer has the authority to impose. Recent gains in COVID-19 booster and pediatric vaccination should help, according to authority uh, officials, but won't have an immediate impact because the shots take days to coax immune responses. The hospitalizations increased to almost 1,300 on Friday, including 311 patients in intensive care. Vaccination progress continues in Minnesota, which ranked second among states for its rate of booster doses among people 18 and older. Uh, meanwhile, drug maker Pfizer decided to deal with the UN-backed group to allow other manufacturers to make its experimental COVID-19 pill a move that could make the treatment available to more than half of the world's population. In a statement issued this morning, Pfizer said it would grant a license for the antiviral pill to the Geneva-based medicines patent pool, which would let generic drug companies produce the pill for use in 95 countries, making up about 53% of the world's population. Uh, From the Star Tribune, we talked briefly about this last week. A fellow, I believe, sent us an email uh, drawing a hopscotch board. On a sidewalk or street in Anoka is now against the law. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: Public sidewalk. <laughs> Naughty yep. Dinah. Naughty
3: <laughs> Anoka. <Yeah>. Anoka. <laughs> It's one of the
2: ramifications. <laughs> <laughs> you might be losing the
1: soulmate. Turn off what your microphone. Crack houses. Can we still have crack houses on the corner? Yeah, no. those are still good. They're okay, still good, good there. Good, good. good.
3: <laughs> one, one, of, one of the ramifications of a new ordinance governing oh, displays on Anoka City property. So, awesome, Anoka. I love you. <laughs> the ordinance regulates flags, murals, memorials, banners, and chalk art displayed on buildings, light posts, flagpoles, streets, and sidewalks. Oh. Parks and other infrastructure. It's designed according to the city council to allow the city to protect and maintain aesthetics of city-owned property. You bunch of commies! Wow. The uh, vote uh, was four to one. Only council member Eric Skogquist voted against it. Uh, he said he liked what? a lot of the ordinance, but quote, "I don't want to make it illegal for a kid to draw on a sidewalk with yeah. chalk," which is Come what on. we're saying. Jeez. <laughs> Co- Council member uh, asked City Attorney Scott Baumgartner for advice in crafting the ordinance, wondering if there was a room to allow certain types of chalk art, like hopscotch boards. But the city attorney advised adopting an all or none approach. Subjectivity in determining what is and not allowed could land the city in trouble, he said. He cited federal precedent that allows cities to regulate the use of chalk art on sidewalks. Wait a
1: minute. Maybe I'm overreacting. Such, you would be a good judge of this. Any of those urchins that are running around your house, do they have any concept of, at all of what hopscotch is? I, I
0: uh, need to throw coins in the bucket for Kenny. I describe them as having this outdoor chalk, and they do those kinds of things. And the best you I can it. do is uh, wait for rain.
2: I will, I will issue this, but it's going to be for you. For, it's for Joe, yeah. Why? Kenny wasn't here last week. Oh,
3: that's right, but well, Never Joe mind. probably just uh, you just assumed he listened to
2: every show, though, right? I, Joe? I do.
0: I expect that <laughs> from the staff, John. Was... You know what I saw last <laughs> night purely by accident, clicking. <laughs> what What'd you see? Uh, the replay on uh, yes, yes. Uh, Thank
1: you for bringing it up. Uh, what the hell's uh, called Antiques Roadshow? Antiques
0: show. Roadshow of the long haired Vietnam vet displaying his uh, oh. Rolex watch. Yeah. The uh, uh, Paul Newman uh, and at the at one point, the guy. The appraiser told the guy, uh, "This this would go for auction at 450 grand." At which point he hits the pavement, and the guy has to walk over and tell him, "I'm not done yet." And the guy stands back <laughs> up. The guy stands back up and he says, "But yours is different because it has the word oyster on it, and not to mention you have every bit of paperwork in the original box and everything. Yours is worth 750
3: grand." Yikes! Yeah. Wow!
0: Wow! Yeah.
1: Sold. Yeah. And that also was the same uh, episode last night that had the watch uh, from the guy whose grandfather, I think, was the editor of the SPD. Yeah, I didn't see that because yeah. I kept clicking
0: back, hoping that the Rams at uh, the 49ers would end up being a good game, and it did not. Do. Yeah. It Is
5: was not a with good you? game.
3: Yeah. 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 Jeez. What? <laughs> <Punt. laughs> but. Mm-hmm. But bah. Uh, Pioneer Press reporting a North High student who authorities say brought a loaded gun to school and fought with staff has been arrested and charge, according to the North St. Paul Police Department. The student who was not named by police or by the high school because he's a minor was charged with having a dangerous weapon on school property, being a minor in possession of a gun, threats of violence, fourth degree assault, and obstructing the legal process. On November 9th Principal Kevin Wolf said the school received a tip that a student might have a firearm. Student removed from class brought in for questioning when asked about the gun he immediately began violently assaulting school employees and the school resource officer the staff realized the student was carrying a gun and a struggle to control the weapon ensued police responded to the school commanded the student to turn over the gun the student refused and the fight continued officers used less lethal options to subdue one the student and remove the gun the gun was removed without the student firing it nobody got hurt in the incident when asked if the student was expelled or suspended the school just said we we're following district policy and focusing on safety to the furs, uh, furthest extent uh, that, sp- that
0: vet paid 344 bucks for the watch at a px in europe wherever he was stationed
1: yeah yeah speaking of uh not bringing your guns to town son we did get a correction and a bit of a chastising via email oh. overnight on our discussion from yesterday uh, with this kid. he uh, a- house, yeah, Redden his house. AR was not in possession with him when he crossed the line. It was already there, and he was um, allegedly helping his or at his father's card dealership helping protect that. Hmm. Um, but, uh, oh, go and on me, that's fine. Sorry. We didn't talk. We, we, we that was the only aspect of the story we talked about. And I guess that's fine. It still doesn't change my personal view uh, where uh, I personally would never, ever do that. I would decline that invitation.
2: The uh, the other thing, uh, John, I'm, I'm not chastising you in any way, but did you guys hear about the Aurora High School shooting this morning? Uh, yeah. I have, it's oh, my no. next story. Let's okay. let John it's, do it. it. Well, I had yeah. a thought, but go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Six teenagers
3: wounded in a shooting involving multiple suspects at a small park close to a high school in Aurora, Colorado, according to Police Chief Vanessa Wilson. Six students who attend nearby Aurora Central High School went to the hospital. One student drove themselves. Uh, The victims, 14-year-old boy, 15-year-old girl, 16-year-old boy, 16-year-old girl, 17-year-old boy, and an 18-year-old male. Wilson said investigators found shell casings from different caliber guns, and witnesses said there were multiple suspicious vehicles. Wilson said, my understanding it was a drive-by shooting, as well as there may have been people on foot shooting. It happened around 12.45 yesterday. The school resource officers responded, applied a tourniquet to two victims, one of whom went into surgery. Victims have non-life-threatening injuries. It occurred at Nome Park, just north of Central High School, where officials enacted a secure perimeter, according to Aurora Police. An earlier post mistakenly said the school had gone into lockdown. One witness who lives near the park said he heard dozens of shots. The police department there is asking for any information as well as any home surveillance camera footage as the incident is investigated. This is
2: Colorado? Yes. Yeah. Weird stuff happens in Colorado. Well, my point was going to be, you know, 15 years ago, this would have led the news. Are we that desensitized to, to stories like this? Because I, I only mentioned it because I saw it as a, as a crawl. The answer on, is yes. Yeah, and that's really yeah. unfortunate. Yeah.
3: yeah. I didn't hear about it until this morning. And normally, you know.
2: Yeah, it would have right. been wall-to-wall you, coverage. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah. A British taxi driver is being called a hero after he locked a suspected terrorist in his car just before a bomb exploded outside of Liverpool Women's Hospital. Footage from the incident shows the cab pulling up to the hospital on Remembrance Sunday, a holiday to commemorate British soldiers who have died in wars and other military conflicts since World War I. The... uh, Taxi driver picked up the passenger in the Rutland Avenue area of Liverpool, was asked to be taken to the woman's hospital. As the taxi gets there, footage shows the taxi driver, who has been identified as David Perry, jump out of the car right before it bursts into flames. Perry is a local Liverpool cab driver who is now being praised for quick thinking. The passenger was declared dead at the scene, has been identified, but his name has not been made public. Authorities say it was an act of terrorism. Three men in their 20s were arrested elsewhere in the city under the Terrorism Act on Sunday, and a fourth detained in connection with the attack.
5: Uh, he, had talk- to believe, yeah.
0: he had reason to believe that the guy had explosive equipment, I understand.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah he, he was he was aware of that and locked him in, so yeah. good for him uh, Kenny, you talked about Steve Bannon a little earlier. He did appear before a judge yesterday to face contempt charges off the air for oh was it? yeah <laughs> I've, I've done that twice in the last two weeks. It's okay. it's. it happens to face criminal contempt charges for defying a subpoena from Congress's January 6th committee. Uh, he then went outside and declared uh, combatively outside court that he was taking on the Biden regime and fighting the charges. He did not enter a plea. He's due back in court on Thursday for the next phase of what could be the first high-level trial in connection to the insurrection. Well, here's
1: the piece. I want to, should, do we dare try to recreate
3: what we said?
1: Uh, well, you I, guys I said go some, right ahead. I said something <laughs> about... <laughs> No, it wasn't bad. I said something about, oh, he was, uh, this is going to be a, the misdemeanor from hell, yes. which is his quote uh, for Merrick Garland, Nancy Pelosi, and Joe Biden. And I went on some ramp uh, raging rampage about, it's a misdemeanor. My God, just get it over with. And John, you said... Uh, the he has a podcast. This is the best publicity oh, yeah. he, he could possibly exactly. ask for. He, he and then some, it all uh,
3: made sense to me. That's why he's yeah.
1: doing this. He's got a podcast.
3: Yeah. Uh, speaking of podcasts, a Connecticut judge has ruled that uh, Alex Jones is responsible for all damages in the defamation lawsuits brought against him by the, fa- by the families of those killed in the 2012 Sandy Hook school shooting. He, you might remember uh, Alex kept saying the whole thing was a hoax. Superior Court Judge Barbara Bellis issued a default in the lawsuits Monday morning after years of what she found to be the wrong conduct by Jones's attorneys regarding depositions and the callous disregard of their obligation to turn over financial and web analytics data as ordered by the court. The ruling in the Connecticut lawsuits essentially mirrors a Texas judge's decision in late September to default Jones in three similar defamation lawsuits filed by victims' families amid similar accusations that Jones repeatedly ignored orders to turn over records to the family's lawyers jones uh, jones had claimed his inflammatory monologues were protected by the first amendment even though he now admits he was wrong and has conceded in court that the shooting did indeed occur how could you you live with yourself
0: just pathetic
3: oh uh royal news i know you love the royal news joe Mm -hmm. fears for the queen are growing Uh yeah they
0: they want Uh her to step aside
3: yeah. After the monarch suffered another setback and missed the Remembrance Day Sunday service over the weekend, Buckingham Palace announced Her Majesty sprained her back and was disappointed that she had to miss the annual service. The palace statement read the Queen, Having sprained her back has decided this morning with great regret she will not be able to attend. Uh, some fear, though, there's much more to this story. Former royal editor of The Sun, Duncan, uh, of the Sun excuse me Royal Editor of the Sun Duncan Larcombe argued it was time for the Queen to stand down well, she's
2: 170 and... years old right.
3: does this mean Chuck
0: would become king
2: yeah, we don't want that uh, do we I don't know I'm not sure I think it does you want me to look up the success su- su- no um, it's, it's Chuck there's... I know it's Chuck okay every we, time uh, I do... look
1: at him I think of that quote of what he said to Camilla
2: in private mm-hmm. oh it's just oh man wow, wow. We do, she do was ever. crowned in 1953. Yes, yeah. she was. Yeah, she Rose. was. Yeah. Young and... Uh, no. Uh, no, no, Kenny, no. <laughs> and royal. Royal, yeah, there you go.
3: Yeah, and royal. <laughs> uh, we do have a quote from uh, former Shadow Chancellor Ed Balls in this story also. He Remember used to be Ed? the education oh, chancellor. Good boy, he, he was, yeah. <laughs> Ed Balls. <laughs> Ed Balls was asked and said, quote, I'd want her to look after her back. So he didn't really add much to the story. <laughs> right. But I think they just wanted to get his name. In That's about much yeah. no, you could get from a problem. guy no, named Ed You Ball. just wanted to get his name <laughs> in there. <laughs> well, I didn't ask him the question. Other reporters or did. Or Queen uh, Democratic California Representative Jackie Spire said Tuesday she will not seek re-election in 2022. Now, I didn't realize this. Uh, Spire released a video uh, this morning announcing her retirement after 12 years of service in the House. She was one of the folks... Uh, who went down to the people's temple thing in Guyana, and hmm. she was one of the really? people on the, on the tarmac who got shot. Hmm. Uh, she said, uh, she recounted, quote, "...lying on that airstrip in the jungles with five hmm. bullet holes in her body," after she and her 1978 congressional fact-finding delegation were shot by People's Temple members the same day as the Jonestown Massacre. And she said she pledged at that moment to go into public service if she survived. She said, I lived and I served. It's been a remarkable journey that surpassed my wildest dreams. She said she will not be a candidate for Congress in the upcoming cycle. The California Democrats said her tenure in public service for her community has been an extraordinary honor. She vowed to do her level best for remaining uh, the remaining year in office and urge constituents to protect democracy. Uh, Meanwhile, Senator Patrick Leahy, Democrat from Vermont, said he will not seek re-election at the end of his term. Leahy's 81 years old, the longest serving current senator, having served since 1975. 73-year-old Prince Charles would take over. I knew that. I said
1: that. Jim Jim Jones. Not a bad idea, but, uh, you know, didn't Didn't work out. out. Didn't work not, out for him. Not a bad you should, idea. Such, why don't we start a cult? Let's fire one up.
0: It is. It's garage logic. That's right. Yeah.
1: Um, the answer to our off-air <laughs> debate and question is Ron White. Put a photograph of Steve Bannon. Ron up White. next to comedian Ron White, and you will be looking at the same mm-hmm.
2: guy. Man, is he funny?
1: Yeah, he's really funny. <laughs> he played a roadie on a. Uh, Short, like one year series called Roadies. Hmm. I don't remember if it was Netflix or HBO or where huh. it was, but
3: he's actually a pretty good actor, too. Really? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Hmm. Supply chain issues and inflation have done little to knock consumer confidence as people say they plan to spend big on big-ticket purchases like houses, cars, and major appliances in the next few months. That, according to the experts, is a strong signal that consumer spending will continue throughout the holiday season into the end of the year. The Consumer Confidence Index rose to 1138 points in October, beating economics, uh, economists' expectations, reversing a three-month downward trend, according to the conference board. I had the right to remain silent, but I didn't have the ability.
1: That's the name of his book. <laughs> I can relate. I just can't shut up. <laughs> That's awesome.
3: I have a, a news story here. Who uh, It needs more detail, uh, but I couldn't find any. A search has begun for a man who is suspected of harassing a student near Pitt's campus. Pitt police say a man continually tried to drape a blanket around a student's shoulders on Sunday. That's creepy. Uh, creepy. Po- police say they think he may have tried the same thing with some other students. Police say they know the man's identity. Now they just need to find him. And that's the entire story. I I, I, look I to wonder why one.
0: you would bring it up. Well, well, it was
3: just odd.
1: He's
0: know,
2: EDP. Was, what does that mean? EDG. Emotionally disturbed person. Oh, yeah. We don't, yeah. Do we know that?
0: I think oh, we do. Oh, he's got
2: to be. Well, actions like that, Joe, Kenny's right. This guy is a whack job. Well, I, I mean, we don't have to go that far. I, I mean, will. he might actually have legitimate
1: issues, wife, you, know. you know. We don't know he's a predator. He, he just... Seems like one.
0: <laughs> say that
1: the uh, weather today
0: is screaming for comfort food. The I'll wind is howling, Whoops. and it's uh, it's going to be a change in wind direction tomorrow as it gets even colder. Soup season is approaching. Grunhoffers has a wide selection of the best soup mates soup meats around and not to mention the meatloaf the original town ball in minnesota
2: meatloaf sandwich for lunch because i know you've missed lunch today oh boy would i like that
0: oh my word would that be fantastic olive
2: oil mayonnaise oh and even and on toast Mm -hmm. i put it on toast Mm
0: because i'd heat the meatloaf there you go and uh world famous brats of course for grilling over 139 flavors an emailer mentioned one yesterday that i really like dill pickle Cheese bread or something? It sounded oh, wonderful. That does sound It sounded wonderful. Yeah, sounds great. Well, there's 139 flavors to choose from, and you can use one of two locations. The original Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo,
2: on uh, right north of Hugo on Highway 61. For dinner last night, Johnny, mm-hmm. I had the jalapeno summer sausage oh, as a no. sandwich with, uh, with uh, pepper jack cheese. How was that? Oh, fan. Beautiful. Fantastic! That oh, wow. summer sausage at Grunhoffer's is no joke because oh. I know Johnny's a big summer sausage guy like Loves I am. Love summer
5: sausage. Mm.
0: And the second location, the newest store, is on, is in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just east of Interstate 35. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best. We all know that. It's Grunhoffer's old-fashioned meats.
2: you can call them at 612-895-2440 for a free water analysis and estimate or just check them out online at hoffermanwater.com and please let them know that garage logic sent you
1: yeah that's the one chris this guy
0: wears many hats are you going to kiss not the post indoors.
1: Joe Souchere. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah turn this up.
2: Bounce,
5: baby!
2: I can't stop bouncing. He dances like Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> if if this were the radio show and we were still doing that ridiculous
1: sports talk hour from three to four, this would this song would replace the Chris Tennessee uh, whiskey. Yeah, yeah that we played every day for a year at the 320 comeback <laughs> many
0: emailers including kelsey say i have no shot to see the longest lunar eclipse this century cuz oh, yeah. i never miss cele- i i always miss celestial we events we already have bets placed well, yeah. yeah a near total lunar eclipse will occur friday morning <laughs> <laughs> oh my perfect health i'm sorry i'm sorry excuse me a near-total lunar eclipse will occur early Friday morning with prime visibility in North America. It will last three hours and 28 minutes, the longest partial lunar eclipse this century NASA predicts. And, and everybody's suggesting that I have no shot to see it. None. So uh, I'll, I'll do my best to see it. You've got a cough button there. Uh,
2: Actually, he doesn't on this one. No, I, I don't, don't think. really. Oh.
0: Oh. Oh. All right. <laughs> For the upcoming eclipse, sky watchers in North America have the best seats in the house. You won't need a telescope or binoculars. Simply go outside and look up uh, in there. You know, early in the morning, uh, or you can just watch it on live stream. But everybody's saying, "I got no shot." I, it's going to turn the moon red. The whole deal. So I'm looking forward to it because I intend to see. Some of it. I have a three what? hour window to see yes, the Yes, you do. Yeah, but you doesn't,
1: do. Y- you probably mentioned it and I was zoned out. Doesn't it start at around midnight or 1 a.m.? Nah, it starts early in the morning.
0: That's part of my problem. I don't I'm really a, want to get up. Right. I'm up at four. Do I have a shot? You have a very good shot. Oh. Very good shot. Cool. Only because they come to us. Where? All the way from Marloth Park in Mumpumalonga, South Africa from the traveling Lyman's. on this day in 1854. November 16th, Joe. The preparatory, or high school, uh, department of what is now Hamlin University opened for business in Red Wing. Named for Leonidas L. Hamlin, a Methodist bishop, the school suspends operations in 1869 and reopened in St. Paul in 1880, but its original founding date makes it the oldest college in the state.
2: Red Wing is a very underrated city, by the way.
0: On this day in 1881, Mm -hmm. Faribault hung its first street (laughs) signs. Really? Yeah, yeah. And on this day in 1883, the steamer Manistee sank in Lake Superior. It had left Duluth on November 10, but a gale had driven it into port of Bayfield. (laughs) Captain Captain John McKay (laughs) tries to force passage on this night, and 23 of the sailors aboard are never seen again, a lifeboat carrying three survivors washed ashore a few days later. And on this day in 1939, U.S. Supreme Court Justice Pierce Butler died in Washington, D.C. He was born in Northfield, Minnesota. On March 17 1866, Butler was a conservative judge who opposed many of President Franklin D. Roosevelt's New Deal programs. Butler was the final justice to pass the bar exam after studying with an attorney rather than rather than attending law school.
1: How long until they changed the name Pierce of Pierce Butler, Butler uh, Place?
0: He served as lawyer for Ramsey County and as a regent for the University of Minnesota before President Warren G. Harding appointed him to the high court in 1922. Yeah, guarantee it's on the list. And finally on this day... Today. In 2009, the first commuter... Rail train in Minnesota carries passengers from Big Lake to downtown Minneapolis. The North Star rail line cost $320 oh, million.
1: Wait a minute. I was on
0: that I train. I was just going to bring that right. up. You were. Yeah. Yeah. And is funded by the federal and state governments, the regional rail authorities of Anoka, Hennepin, and Sherburn counties, the Metropolitan Council. Oh. And and, and it's, uh, it wasn't worth the...
2: No, of the piece of paper still you write it on. Kenny, still. you were filing a live report for Royce & Company in the they
1: morning. They made me go on, and then I had to be on with Ian Punnett and Marjorie. And I actually had to take the North Star up to the North Star so I could take the North Star back. But I remembered it was the day after hunting deer hunting, and I saw the biggest buck I've ever seen standing in some dummy's backyard in an Elka.
0: And that's a, that's one of the rail lines that's suffering from a uh, lack, lack of, of use. Have, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: nobody's extraordinary used that. lack of use. You know, I bet I uh, used the <laughs> same joke twice on both Royce's show and Ian's show. From inside this train, <laughs> this city
2: looks like Paris.
1: Mm-hmm. Nobody remembers
0: that, and nobody got so the joke.
2: And by the, sure the way, the the guy that was filling in for you, <laughs> me, doing traffic on there. Uh, with the producer Burns at the time, Bull said, I guarantee sitting in his living room and just making it up. I was it. Actually, I was on it, I, and I still hold Royce uh, in contempt
0: for that. I want to remind you that that Garage Logic limited edition holiday store is up and rolling through November 22nd on the Garage Logic website. Uh, and it ends the tw- uh, November 22nd because that guarantees you you will receive your gifts by Christmas.
2: And those gifts include Uh there is a Garage Logic stocking hat, Garage Logic hooded sweatshirt, two quarter zip fleeces, and a Garage Logic T-shirt featuring the Knack hardware and lounge. Wonderful. Thank you, GL. Available oh. to November twenty second at eleven fifty nine PM. Yeah. Let me let, let me play the part of
3: Rook for a minute. You said Red Wing's a great city, Chris. Uh, Kelly's Tap House and Grill. Yes. Oh, great food. Really? Yeah, I, okay. we visit there two or three times a
2: year just to eat.
3: Hey
1: Did I tell you about my road trip last week where I drove (laughs) uh, through Red Wing down to uh, Lake City and uh, Pepin? Did you you uh, stop and eat? uh, Well, I I was going to turn around, John, John, I saw a gravel road and uh, I wondered, where's this gravel road go?
2: Yeah, and when when Kenny stops to eat in Red Wing, uh, he, uh, he has a brick of Velveeta in the truck. Yeah. Johnny, that's what. Don't you
1: have some business to conduct here?
2: Yeah. Subscribe (laughs) to the Garage Logic YouTube page and also follow our various social media accounts: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and the like. And we'll catch you tomorrow. The like. It is that time once again here in Garage Logic, where we pick up that phone and we make that call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is on the line with us once again here in GL, and you should call him today for that free 48-minute financial consultation. And you do that just like I did by calling 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number and you get Josh, and you also get straight talk. You never get sugar-coated advice. And Josh is with us. And Josh, you just inform me that consumers are spending cash. Cash, aren't they consumers
4: are spending cash Today, you happen to catch me at one of my favorite restaurants, Cole, in a diner in the Galleria. It is packed in here. I'm sitting here with my friend and client, Steve Anderson, who's just back from a major golf trip where he was spending some money out west. He was a prolific, low-handicap golfer, so we'll pass that along. Steve was very excited to hear Callaway, market symbol E-L-Y, got a big upgrade today as consumers are not only. Spending money on new golf clubs. They are definitely spending the time out on the golf course. But people are not going to be spending time on the golf course around here for several months unless you go inside to any number of indoor driving ranges using simulators or you go to Top Golf, which has not yet been traded publicly, but there is the belief that that company will go public as it is national and they get a lot of consumers spending a lot of money. But two big companies did report today, two members of the uh, Dow, Walmart and Home Depot, both eat top line and bottom line, and both guided up. But as analysts looked at the numbers more closely, Walmart was a little light on their digital sales front, and their fourth quarter guidance, which will cover Christmas, was only in line. Walmart shares did sell off. Walmart is trading just a little bit underwater for the year on the other hand home depot wow feet raised same store sales were up. The stock just exploded to the upside, up $22 a share. Have not seen that kind of move on a Dow stock, other than say the moves in Apple when uh, when Apple tends to report, or even uh, Microsoft. Consumers are spending money that looks good for Target, which reports tomorrow. Local Best Buy reports next week, so we'll see how that affects some of the other companies as we go forward. Just one little aside in the this- Sports World, the only publicly owned NFL team, the Green Bay Packers, said that they were going to be offering some more shares, money to be used to improve Lambeau Field. The shares will go for about $300 a share, and they're by subscription only. The Green Bay Packers shares do not trade on the open market as do other sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, which trades the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers.
2: Very good, Mr money talk. You heard them, GLers. Give them Give him a call today for that free 48 minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608. You're always going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great lunch today and we'll do this again on Thursday. Okay,
4: we'll see you at Oh, Chris.
0: Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC. A registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investment involve risk.